Welcome to the Cardo Martin podcast, Building Surveying for Professionals, and this our Building Surveying for Property Manager series. Now, this is a short but nifty series intended to provide easy access information that will help property managers. So, welcome, Craig. Thank you, James. Happy to be here and uh, looking forward to our conversation. It's um, good to have you back on the podcast as well. Um, I think we recorded one from uh, late last year that's uh, popular. Now, you're going to chat to us today about the pros and cons of involving a building surveyor in both the kind of the short and simple e-tasks, but also the more long and complex tasks as well. Something a bit of a whole gamut of what a uh, residential property manager might come across. Before we go, though, let's, um, let's have a quick briefing on what are the top three residential property challenges for 2023? So I would probably say ensuring appropriate fire safety. Properties uh, meeting the required sustainability levels, future, and still the um, the requirements of dealing with cladding. I'll probably say are the are the three um, challenges that we're, fa- we're still facing in 2023. It sounds like a lot of those are going to be hanging around for quite some time, particularly like EPCs and sustainability. So uh, maybe <laughs> maybe we won't have to ask that question again because uh, it's going to be the same every time. Fire safety is a hard one because, yeah, we're having to grade fire doors, make sure that fire, uh, appropriate fire stopping is done, making sure that the doors provide this required fire protection and then sustainability in order to meet the carbon neutral objectives. And for example, EPCs where the level uh, required to be met in order to rent out properties is, is now been improved. So these are all challenges. And unfortunately, with these like types of improvements to properties and buildings, they all cost money, which, yeah, is, is, is quite hard to come by in some situations. I think actually talking about finance and things is probably a perfect segue into the world of the property manager. A good uh, lead in there, Craig. Thank you very much. Question one, if we start to then think about uh, the buildings of air, the property manager and how uh, these two um, organisational expertise uh, can work more effectively together. We're going to focus on short duration, quick and simple, pros and cons first, and then we'll move on to the pros and cons of the longer duration tasks. Okay. And um, I guess when I'll kind of take on the role of the property manager for listeners, maybe if there's anyone with any specific questions, they can drop an email in um, for recommendations for future property manager series. But for the moment, let's look at the pros of involving a building surveyor in shorter duration, the quick, the simple tasks. I would say the pros of involving a building surveyor for, say, for a small task, let's just say you've got a major leak into a, uh, a property and you want to identify the causes. And the main things is that is that by involving a building surveyor from the outset, you're more likely to avoid misdiagnosis of the cause. So say you've got a top floor property, for example, they'll have the roof directly above and they get leaks, which causes damages to their property. They may determine that the cause of the issue is due to the roof leaking. There's an issue with the roof, but they may not be aware, for example, that there may be a water tank in the loft of their property, which is indeed leaking. And where they thought that a roofer was the cause, um, it's actually the water tank that's leaking. But a lay person may not be aware of this. They'll just look at the ceiling, think it's say that see that there's stains, and then just attribute that to being the roof leaking. Whereas it might actually be 
the water tank in the loft. Maybe they've got um, aircon units that uh, where they've got condenser pipes that might be leaking, you know, et cetera, et cetera. The surveyor will be a lot more thorough investigation as to the causes of the water ingress, whereas a lay person wouldn't. And then obviously, if you're appointing roofers when you didn't need to, you're obviously paying for their time and their services to attend. And then you'll have to pay for someone else to attend, etc. Whereas getting a surveyor likely diagnoses the correct uh, cause of the issue. And then you send the right operative in order to, to carry out the repairs. Yeah. So in a nutshell, you're likely saving on time because the surveyor would diagnose and then you'll send the, send the right operative and costs because you're not sending out um, two different operatives to carry out necessary repairs. You only need to send out one. Although you are sending out, you are allowing for a surveyor to attend and, and diagnose the fault. Um, so I, was, I, would, I would say that you're likely, the pro is time. So you're basically getting things done quicker by sending the surveyor to di- correctly diagnose and then getting someone out to rectify the issue. Yeah, that's a great answer. Thank you for that. So in essence, if, you, uh, if you've got an issue, don't quite know what it is, call in the, well, I, I, I like to think of, of building surveyors as building vets. Uh, rather than building doctors, because they sit, they look after such a wider range of um, of buildings. Um, have you found defect diagnosis to be a core part of what you do? Or when you go to Building Surveying University, do you learn all about defects there? Yeah, so building pathology, I would say, is a massive uh, core of what a building surveyor does, and it's definitely a, a massive core of what I do. We do loads of defects diagnosis, um, inspections and reports for our clients where we're attending site to diagnose causes of faults. This could be in relation to penetrative damp, rising damp. This could be regards to uh, maybe uh, movement issues in terms of types of cracks that you're getting in, in properties, defects in terms of roofing issues with elevations, you know, there's, very, there's, there's loads of different types of defects that we come across uh, and we're able to um, provide the right diagnosis and provide our recommendations and plans to the property managers in order to rectify those issues in a timely manner. Perfect. Thank you very much. So when we're talking about the, I suppose, the cons of a, involving a building surveyor in a short duration, is it kind of just the opposite of that? Maybe the property managers or clients don't want to expend that upfront cost of getting a professional in to actually diagnose what the cause of their issue is. They may see it as well, well, I'll have to pay, I don't know, 600, 700 pounds to get a surveyor out and then I'll have to spend another, I don't know, 1,000 pounds to get the repair done or whatever. Why can't I just spend 1,000 pounds getting the repair done, which I think is the cause? But the problem is that if you've misdiagnosed it, which a lot of lay people do, then you're going to have to probably spend twice the amount of money and it's going to take longer to resolve. So it's going to cause more damage. So it may have been quicker from the outset to simply get a surveyor to attend, diagnose uh, the likely correct fault and provide recommendations and feedback as to what should be done to get it resolved. Yeah, that's pretty with all your years of, of being a charter building surveyor or, and building surveyor before that. Have you got any kind of a story you can share with us about a good example? You don't have names of buildings and stuff, just keep it it's anonymous, but anything where maybe, for example, this is, this is actually this idea of popping in early has solved the problem quicker? Well, I've, I've, I've had a site where we were asked to do a full roof survey and do a condition survey of the existing roof and provide recommendations. We charged a certain amount of money. Client wasn't happy to pay it, so 
they resulted in getting roofers up to the property in order to carry out necessary work. And what they were finding is that every time they did carry out work, the uh, the roof still kept on leaking. And then it got to a stage where eventually they asked for us to go and attend the property in order to investigate the issue further because they couldn't understand why they were carrying out all these repairs and the roof was still, they were still getting roof issues or roof leak. So they sent myself uh, down, looked at the condition of the roof. And yes, the condition was in poor condition and the roof required renewal. But what the main cause of the roof was, it was actually found to be interstitial condensation because we spoke with the residents and they were advising that the roof, they were getting leaks into the properties even without it actually raining. That then sent some concerns and alarm bells in my head. So what I did is I organized for core samples to be taken of the existing roof, as well as a condensation control analysis. And it was found that the insulation buildup in the roof was literally non-existent. And from the condensation control analysis, it identified that it was highly likely that condensation was occurring within the buildup, as well as, you know, uh, rot being found in the soffits, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. So by involving a building surveyor, they was able to correctly determine what the faults of the roof were and what the required uh, works were instead of continuously spending money carrying out patch repairs to to the roof, which was making little or no difference at all to the outcomes. This is a great example. It's made me think about when you, when you need an operation or when something's wrong with a human body. You, you don't go straight under the surgeon's knife and they have a poke about and uh, cut you open and stuff, do you? You go for scans first. Yeah. So you, you go for scans, you get the expert scan advice, and um, and then off the back of that, you can then decide what remedy you need to fix the um, the, the particular problem. So, yeah, yeah perfect. <laughs> Thanks for that. And, no problem. Uh, if we look into probably I mean, average building surveying work can be probably a um, couple of weeks to months and months and months, kind of or years in some cases for really complex projects. And uh, Carter Martin work across both those long and those short pieces of work. What are the pros of involving a building surveyor in those long duration, those long complex projects that uh, might have sophisticated issues? The main reasons are, again, time and cost, but also building surveyors are experienced and they have a lot of knowledge of the current legislation and regulations that need to be adhered to when carrying out works. Um, so, for example, if you wanted to carry out a roof replacement and improve the insulation, you would need to get building control approval uh, under Part L in order to ensure that you meet the requirements of Part L. For example, a lay person may not know that. A lay person may just, just turn around and say to a contractor, look, just just do us a job, just uh, renew the roof covering and carry out the work as necessary, whereas a surveyor would be a lot more detailed in their requirements. So they will say, you know, renew, strip off the existing roof, um, renew the insulation to make sure it's compliant with building regs, make sure that any uh, existing timber, which is uh, defective, is, re- is replaced as part of the works. Make sure that there's, for example, a 25-year guarantee, single-point guarantee, which covers materials and workmanship. And sometimes the property managers are not as um, detailed in their requirements. So it's not their fault. 
but obviously they're not experienced within our field, so they may not know certain things. So they may turn around and say to the say to the contractor, "We want a guarantee for the roof," but then the contractor may just determine, "Oh, okay, they just want a material guarantee only," which, in my experience, is not really worth anything. You can exactly. ask for something, can't you? And then it turns out actually what you've asked for is is the complete opposite of what you actually needed. But it yeah. sounded right, and this is only something that you're going to need special knowledge for. That's yeah, a great point. Exactly, and or like it may be a listed building, for instance, and the uh, and the person asking for the works may think that uh, listed building consent is not required. Because I know some some property managers have thought that certain repairs do not fall under listed building consent. They made that incorrect assumption, and they could have obviously been in a lot of trouble legally. Because it's technically, it's illegal to carry out certain works to a listed building uh, without consent. Um, so by knowing, you know, about the legislations and the regulations and acting on behalf of the client, we, we will ensure that, you know, these legislations and regulations are, compl- are complied with and are met to ensure that the works carried out to the necessary standards make sure that the information included within those reports or the specifications or whatever capacity we're acting on behalf of the client is included within our reports so that no breaches are caused. And yeah, and, and in addition to that, you know, making making sure that we tick all the boxes to ensure that everything is done as required. And I'm guessing the cons of involving a building surveyor in the long duration projects is probably going to be cost yeah. yeah, because um, unfortunately as much as it's very beneficial for a surveyor to be involved because technically they will save you money because let's just say you've got a breach of listed of listed building consent you haven't obtained listed building consent probably get fined uh, and you'll probably be required to put uh, the work right so although the building surveyors will save you money in the long run throughout the life of a project there is unfortunately there will be an upfront cost for the surveyor to be appointed on behalf of the client which sometimes the clients tend to not be happy with. But, you know, anytime I'm faced with that situation, I will explain to the client, you know, like these are the benefits and these are the advantages of having us involved. This is what will obviously avoid all those issues of breaches of legislation and regulations, which will end up causing you money, costing you money in the future. I think from a property management perspective, it's an intense job, isn't it? So you've got service charge demands, um, literally probably keeping you up at night. When it comes around to something like a defect or a longer project, having the expertise, it's one less thing to think about. And then the other, like the thing I'm taking from from what you're saying, Greg, is that you can save the hassle of having to go back to the clients to get more cash later because you try to get to the nub of the issue in the first place, as opposed to almost like a shotgun scattergun thing, where it's like, oh, I've tried this, try that. And then all of a sudden, it can these projects can easily uh, roll out of control, snowball. Yeah, it, it also gives, you know, the property manager peace of mind, because they've probably got more pressing things to do, which is in within their area of expertise to deal with. So by giving us, you know, uh, the project, to manage and and deal with and take forward on their behalf it's one less thing for them to worry about they don't have they shouldn't have to worry about that because they've got a professional appointed to take on that responsibility of bringing that project to fruition whereas and they by by doing so they'll be able to concentrate on you know the area of expertise which is the section 20s you know the management the accounts and all that kind of stuff 
that they're involved with. So I would, I would also say a benefit would be peace of mind in addition. Yeah, probably quite a big one. I can really see that uh, coming to the fore if listeners are kind of nodding along. Craig, thanks very much for joining us today and giving us that kind of brief overview of the uh, pros and cons of the involvement of a building surveyor uh, within the property management world. Yeah, no, no, that's just from just from my own perspective. But yeah, but I think, yeah, I do face these uh, sorts of questions in my work day to day. So, um, so yeah, it's good to be able to say my uh, opinions on the podcast. It's perfect. Thank you very much. Now, you've been tuned into Cardo Martin's Building Surveying for Professionals podcast and our series dedicated to the world of residential property management. Thanks for listening.